Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal, presented by 910 Coastal Barbecue. Uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, Brett Galt, and back for bowl season, which is most likely a thing in the past, but at least the national championship, is Jake McVeigh. Welcome back, dude. Appreciate it. Pleasure being on again. How's everything up in the land? Uh, good, man. Cleveland, it's rocking, especially with the Browns. Getting a playoff berth, was there for it, third time since 99. So, uh, you know, we're rolling, we're rocking, we're living. It's cold, not a lot of snow. So hopefully that holds off for a couple more months. Well, a couple more weeks, I should say. But life's good. Are Cleveland sports just peaking right now? I mean, the Cavs have a winning record. Um. <laughs> Joe Flacco, the emergence of Joe Flacco back in action, you know? It's freaking That's wild. Right. Flacco fever. Everyone's wacko for Flacco right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is, is that the saying up there right that's now? That's the saying, man. Yep. You know it. Better believe it. <laughs> that's, that's funny as hell. If you told me, I mean, I didn't think that y'all would make the playoffs, but you had some fortunate injuries with, you know, Joe Burrow going down. I mean, I mean, you guys definitely earned it, but. Yeah, we, have some, yeah, we have some brutal injuries too, being the fourth, fourth quarterback. I mean, if you told me at the beginning yeah. of the year that Flacco was going to be starting, you know, on our team this year, I would have called you crazy. But, I mean, he's he's doing great. So, game manager. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so, Brett, you've recently relocated to uh, the, the Queen City. So, how, how's that going for you and your brief stay? It's been nice. I mean, just I moved here. Uh, I moved most of my stuff to 23rd. Then I moved in this stuff to 30th. And then I just fully, fully locked in here uh, last night. So, been good. Did you get a moving company to help you, or were you just a one-man band? <laughs> was it like one of those apartments that come like somewhat furnished? No. Oh, dang. I mean, I really I really didn't have a ton of stuff to move. Well, so, because, you know, I was in Florida for a while, so I had all my stuff in like a storage unit, so it wasn't really that bad for me. So I already had everything pretty much packed up and everything. But, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, to relocate, like get a moving company, was like $3,500. So Before, I just, uh, we're on the fourth, but there was a freight elevator, so it wasn't that hard. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a workout. Yeah, well, well, of course, especially <laughs> since the freight elevator is like on the complete opposite side of our apartment, which is which was kind of annoying. But yeah, I just rented a U-Haul, um, and I just like you know drop it off here instead of like taking it back to Raleigh. So it was like I think it was like three hundred dollars for U-Haul compared to you know the uh, yeah. thirty-five. But Emily got a relocation bonus, so she pocketed a lot of that. Okay. That's always a nice thing with a job. <laughs> relocation, yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's the downside of, like, you know, living or remote work because they don't care if you're relocating. Yeah, no. You, you got to eat all that, 100% yeah. of it. Exactly. So, well, yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you, everybody, for tuning back in. And, um, like, we kind of apologize for not doing a, like, Final Four show, but – just between the holidays and everything, stuff got jumbled up. It was just hard to bring to the forefront. But we're here for you for the national championship. Um, as you all know, before we get into the rest of the bowl season, Michigan took down Alabama in a last drive for the ages and a Blake Corm run, and Washington hung on to beat Texas. So, but we had two pretty good games. Um, I'd say, like, leaving Florida State out, I think it was kind of bullshit, probably the right thing to do because – this thing is made for TV now, essentially. Um, it's not most deserving, but, I mean, it. the committee did a good job, gave us two very good football games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no doubt about that. 
Yeah, I'm with you on that. I mean, I, honestly, with all the opt-outs and everything like that, I don't think anyone wanted the plays anyway because <laughs> it's yeah. like a toss-up, you know, right before. So I don't blame you for that. And, you know, people probably would have took that with a grain of salt. So, you know, obviously in the playoffs, um, you know, it's a little bit more to play for than, you know, a meaningless bowl game. And so, um, but, yeah, no, I'm definitely, definitely pleased with, you know, um, first two games you know in the playoffs and then michigan washington so this should be a thriller i'm hoping um keep it going so jake were you on texas or washington uh last week i was on the horns i was on the horns and then i was on bama <laughs> so i went over <laughs> too yep i know it <laughs> so yeah no so my college bowl pick and brag is not doing too hot uh to say the least but i was just happy to see two good games you know and then had to stay up till one, I think it was like 1 a.m. here on the, you know, in Ohio, obviously you guys are the same time zone, but um, they just can't do that again, man. On a Monday night. It's ridiculous. It will. That was brutal. You you know, the last couple of years they've done it on what, uh, New Year's Eve, I think. Yeah. They didn't, I don't think they wanted to compete with the NFL on Sunday. Yeah, exactly. It was on New Year's, but yeah, it was brutal having to get up the next day for work when, um, yeah. When it, when it did until 1 a.m. But yeah, Washington almost took that one away. I mean, it was it was crazy. I know a lot of people were asleep in the group chat. And Chase and I were going back and forth, but yeah, I don't. I was asleep. I did fall asleep. I woke. I watched it the next day. Like the way my work kind of is, I I just kind of like roll with it, and I put the last like quarter and a half on and just watched it. But it was a hell of an ending. It was. That was a great play by the corner. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, Washington in the fourth quarter got a little too, uh, a, little, a little too cocky, I think. They kept on passing and started running the ball a little bit. But yeah. hopefully, hopefully it's a good natty. Hopefully it's better than last year's. I can tell you that. Yeah, I, I will be. say. So my money for the first game was on Bama. Took Bama money line heavy and lost my ass off. Yeah. And then I took Texas first quarter, and they those drives. The play calling wasn't the issue. They just couldn't execute worth a damn. But I did take Washington money line for the game um, just because I thought it was really good value at like plus 180 or whatever it was at. And they, they ended up getting it done. Um, before we actually get into like where my money is, I will say emotionally, I'm going for Washington um, and the national championship, partially because my wife's from there and her grandpa played football at Washington for a couple of years before he had some uh, deaths in the family and had to move back and work. But yeah, so um, part husky. How, how about the way that Penix has been playing? I mean, Penix looks God man. Better night. Yeah, I mean, he, he can he can zip it. Yeah, um, throws it on the tightrope. Yeah, I mean, I know there's a lot of conversation like should he have won the Heisman or anything like that, but that's another conversation for another day. But he can he def, his draft stock definitely went up a little bit, and then if he can do it against a Michigan defense, like. Mm-hmm. He'll, be a, he'll be a first round, you would think. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, his, like, pocket presence, the way he can escape the pocket, feel the rush, you know, but it's it's going to be a little different going against a Big Ten, you know, Michigan defense, you know, front, front seven. I think it's going to be a lot different, you know, playing against a Texas Big 12 defense, you know, and, and you know, Michigan, they're going to kind of have that same thing, you know, because – Penix is totally different than Milrow, you know? So, you know, just like with the design runs. So it's going to be interesting to see they're going to have to change up like their whole, you know, 
defense game plan going into this. So it's going to be exciting to see, you know, it's going to be a chess match. Um, I'm I, I'm thinking so, uh, but definitely looking forward to it. I love that you brought that up because chess match is exactly what it's going to be. Um, Washington has way more explosive weapons. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have three, I think you could easily say like first or second round picks at wide receiver. Um, mm-hmm. Like a quarterback that's probably going to go in the first round too or early second. Like Michigan cannot like blitz like they did against Bama. I will say the stuff that Jim Harbaugh was calling up with the stunts and like the alternate gaps and the way like linemen were like shifting one way and the linebackers were coming right behind them. I don't know if they really want to leave their DBs on an island. Absolutely. Yeah, Dunze and Polk, I mean – and the way that Penix has been, he's been, oh man, he's been slinging the pee. Yeah, but like, like you were saying too, I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be a thriller, you know, but I mean, Michigan, their, their corners are great too with Johnson and then, but Odunze, he's a big body. He's like 6'3, he's like Marvin Harrison size almost, yeah. like 215. And then, I mean, Polk's still up there too. He's another big body. So, I mean, on the other side, I mean, he's, he's no slouch either. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see, but um, yeah, I'm, Give me the Monday night, that's for sure, you know, because the Browns Sunday game's meaningless. We got all the backups in, so I'm ready for um, the natty. You're going to be drunk as a skunk back-to-back days. (laughs) (laughs) You got to – this is that time of year. (laughs) Uh, Brett, before we give you the floor for your comments there, do you think Odunze is better than Marvin Harrison Jr.? And, Jake, I know you're an OSU fan. Well, I I don't – I think the difference is the quarterback play also. I, I don't yeah, really, for sure. I don't yeah, before, I mean Marvin Harrison bailed him out a lot. Uh if you if you had a better I mean, listen, there's a reason that McCord left um and transferred. And I think that's because I mean, I know we saw that they got out of Will Howard today or yesterday or whatever it was, but I think there was a reason that McCord left and I think that's he knew that they were probably trying to go for another direction. I mean, I know Ryan Day eventually, or uh, what was it, post-bowl uh, game or whatever, he said they weren't going to look in the transfer portal, but I never really believed that concerning who they had with Devin Brown and the other backup. I mean, because Ryan Day knows he needs to beat Michigan next year. I mean, I think he knows that. So, I I don't know. Uh, I mean, Doomsday's no, no joke, though, but like I said, Marvin Harrison also didn't have the same quarterback play as – uh, I didn't say his head all year. So I think that was a big difference. For sure. Jake, what do you think? I think that's fair to say. Um, I would say, I, I think with Harbaugh and all the attention that he's getting towards the NFL, um, I think, I think he's going to land it at the chargers, but um, I, I think, I know I don't want to get too far into it, but I think Michigan's going to pull it out. Uh, but I know going back to your Odunze, uh, Marvin Harrison question, I think Harrison has them. I mean, they're both talented as hell, man. That's a tough question. That's a loaded question, <laughs> you know. But um, I, like I said, McCord, Will Howard, I think he's going to do great at OSU. I mean, they bring in receivers, top-notch talent from everywhere all yeah. over the country, you know. So um, definitely excited for next year already, you know. Kind of talking about the national championship makes me sad because that means it's the end of college football season. The NFL is winding down, so – it's uh, it's disheartening to talk about, but um, yeah, I don't know. That's a little question, but Odunze, he's a dog though. He's an eater at the out out there. So, um, you know, it's gonna be 
it's, I think it's a coin flip, to tell you the truth, who's more talented between Harris and Odunze. But, um, yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I, I can't go wrong with either, I would say. That's my answer. <laughs> I would say, like, Odunze in, like, two years in the NFL or three years, he reminds me so much of, like, A.J. Green or Hopkins, whether, like, you throw it up in their area, there's no doubt they're going to come down with it. Yeah, Marvin Harrison is more – not even like a silent assassin, but dude, his footwork and the way he runs routes and creates space, like he's fast. Don't get me wrong, but the way he just separates, it, it's elite. <laughs> like they're yeah. they're both so good. Absolutely, no doubt about that. Yeah, but we do have a big game coming up Monday night, seven thirty Eastern time kick. Um, Brett, you haven't give a lean on what you're thinking at all. So give give me one key. The, to where you think the game will be decided. It's going be to be the line of scrimmage for me. I think both defense, the offensive line for Michigan um, is Washington defensive line going to be able to um, stop them, especially when it comes to the running game. I mean, we know that we really haven't seen McCarthy have to do much because just because mm-hmm. the Michigan offensive line can dominate form and Edwards are fantastic running backs. That's pretty much what it's come down to. So I think that, and then on the other side is, we saw what Michigan's defensive line did to Alabama. Um, I thought they pretty much controlled that. Um, you know, that I think a big part of that game was the Alabama center was – he was terrible. What a careful. I mean, I saw, I saw that he's in the transfer portal too, so that's that was probably the right move for him. But it's going to be – will Washington be able to hold them uh, – their offensive line be able to hold uh, Michigan's defensive line? I think, I think the key part about – Washington's offense, though, is Penix gets the ball out really quick. So I don't know mm-hmm. how much time Michigan will have to get to them on uh, on the defense line. But those are those are kind of the two main keys for me. But like Jake, Jake said, it's going to be a chess match because you really – it's two completely opposite teams in my mind. Like one likes to run the ball a bunch of Michigan, and we know what uh, Washington likes to do on the offensive side with McMillan, Polk, Adunze. So I think their running back is going to play. Last time I heard, I know he got banged up in the uh, semifinal game. So hope Johnson can go for go for them. Yeah, I, I would say for me, it's just going to be ball control. Michigan and Jim Harbaugh knows this. You can't give Penix too many chances. Like you can't just go three and out without burning clock. I think Washington is going to get enough stops to keep it close. This ain't going to be a blowout by any means, but Harbaugh's going to play an ugly game and try to muck it up. Um, Quorum's probably going to have over 20 carries, um, I'd imagine. So they're they're going to have to run the clock. And I'd say for Washington, whenever you have the ball, you got to make it count. Like even if you kick field goals, you need to score because your possessions are going to be limited here. Yeah, no doubt about that. I think the team that makes the less mistakes, obviously, you know, that that's going to come down to it. Ball security is job security, they say, you know. So, um, you go, I think whoever, I mean, it comes down to, I think, possibly, you know, whoever has the ball last. But I, even though it didn't play out like that <laughs> the last two games, I guess, you know, because Texas State had the ball last, didn't score. Alabama had the ball last. Jakey there. What's that? Hold on, your your Wi-Fi cut out for a second. Let's let's try to get you back. You got me. All right, Brett. Well, with Jake's Wi-Fi on the fritz. Oh, there he is. You got me. We got you. Yeah, we got yeah. You. Your Wi-Fi cut out for a second. Can you repeat the last fifteen seconds of yeah. what you just said? 
Um, whoever, I think it comes down to whoever's the ball last, even though it wasn't like that, you know, with Texas, Washington, Texas was marching down, didn't score, but they were on the five or whatever. That's how Alabama was too, you know, but I think this game, you know, it could play out a little different. So I think, you know, obviously ball security is job security, hold on to the ball. Um, and whoever has the ball last, I think is going to come down to that. Um, who's going to come out on top, but you know, like, like Brett was saying, you know, it always starts in the trenches too. Um, you know, Penix. Washington's always like had a better year protecting him than Alabama did with Milrow. Um, you oh, know, yeah. so I think we're going to see a lot of, I mean, if Michigan can get after Penix, you know, and their four man front, um, you know, I think that's going to give them a lot of fits to get out to a hot start. You know, they're already throwing the ball, you know, but they're not going to be panic, but, uh, or hit the panic button, but yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. That's for sure. Yeah. Penix. And I've watched a lot of Washington this year. He doesn't get touched a lot. No. Like, he's he's clean. Like, clean yep. jerseys at the end of every game. He's elusive enough to, like, get out of the pocket, and he doesn't take bad sacks. He doesn't hold on to the ball too long. And, like, 80% of the time, he's going to find someone downfield. Um, it's going to be scary. So, uh, Brett, we'll go Brett, Jake, then me. Um, what's your play? Uh, Four-and-a-half-point game over under a 56 and a hook. Um, what, what do you like? <sighs> I mean, I'll tell you who I'm rooting for. I'm cheering for Washington. Yeah. Um, I just I, – I don't – I when it comes to the trenches, I worry that Washington's defensive line is not going to be able to stop the run game of Michigan. Um, so I, I think – I don't know. I think it's, it's going to be – I don't think there's many people cheering for Michigan in this whole thing just because of the whole uh, – you know what they've been through this year. I think they're cheaters, if they can, if I'm really being honest. So, <laughs> I, I, I th- I'll probably take Michigan in the points, but I am cheering for uh, Washington. And I think another key is going to be the special teams because their special teams was terrible uh, against Alabama, especially yeah. if that guy was if that guy was a little further into the end zone, uh-huh. we'd, we'd be having a different conversation right now. He was shaking in his boots. Um, <laughs> But I'm cheering for Washington hard, but I do I do think Michigan probably pulls that out unfortunately. All right. Um thanks to Jake Wi Fi froze up again. We'll try to get him back. <laughs> but till then, I will I will go. Um all right, Jake, you're back. I'm back. Your Wi Fi got again. Nope, you're good. Give yeah. us your give us your pick. Um again, four and a half and over under fifty six and a hook. So I got a root for my uh, Michigan boys, Big Ten. Uh, one of our hometown heroes, AJ Barner. Wow. He actually played. Yeah, he played at Aurora High School. I'm repping it right now. Um, he's boys with my little brother Evan. Um, so they go back, but yeah, he's number 89 for Michigan. So um, I think they win. Um, you know, just due to you know size and you know that Big Ten gritty, gritty football. You know, ground and pound. But um, I'm taking Washington with the points, four and a half. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's my play right now. Um, and then I also have, um, the under 56 and a half in regards to the line and over under. Yeah. Like, and I'm not an under guy, so this is rare. (laughs) So this is rare. All right. Um, I'm the same as, as you guys, Uh, I'm on Michigan. I got gutted last week. So I put my, 
my $83 free play on Michigan <laughs> to cover the spread. It was funny. Um, I was talking to my dad and my dad thinks Washington's going to win it. So I put in a $50 bet or I think I just bet money line or no, I think I took the points. He got four and a half. So I put a $50 play in there for my dad. So no matter what, my book is getting some action from either side. But I told him if he wins, I will give him 80 bucks. <laughs> but if he loses, he's going to give me that $50 bill. But yeah, uh, Michigan, uh, four and a half and uh, definitely the under. I kind of see this shaping out to be, again, if Michigan plays ball control, I think this could be like a 24 to 20 kind of game, which doesn't really play well into the side I'm on. But I, I truly deep down think that Michigan can win this game by a touchdown. Um, it's just a little bit of battle of fights and what's going to prevail. I agree. I think I think Michigan will slow it down. Like you said, I think they'll run the ball. And so um, I think I think Washington's going to have to take advantage of a chance they get the score, honestly. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think that they're going to want to keep the ball out of, you know, Penix hands, you know. Definitely Odunze and Polk, you know, so I think they're going to, you know, just run the hell out of Corum. Yeah. Um, you know, and then obviously, too, I think going back to, like, uh, tight end, Barner and Loveland, I think they might have a bus all game with the tight ends, um, you know. So I, I think, um, you know, I, I'm still riding with Washington plus four and a half, but I think Michigan wins outright. So that's what I'm rocking with and the under. I like it. Um, what do you think the final score is going to be, both of you? I can see the 27-20 kind of thing, like you were kind of referring to. Yeah, I, or you were saying, yeah, 24-20, um, you know, even 27-23 um, Michigan. Uh, I'm going to go 27-23 Michigan. Yeah. I like those. I think that's I think that's realistic. And Nolan Coastal Barbecue, they're going to be the black hat. They're over fifty six and a half, uh, so they're a loser. Uh, us three, we're going we're going clean sweep it. And it, it is sad that college football's over. I know for the show this year, we 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 killed it. Like everyone was positive by a lot of units. Um, I profited a lot. I haven't paid my bookie in several weeks until this past weekend just because I was getting paid out every week. But gotta love you know, that. Yeah. I will say like college basketball is obviously gonna be here, gonna get into conference play now that all oh, there's holiday invitationals and the the Maui and the and the Bahamas classic, all that stuff's done. And um, you know, we'll be back. We'll be back soon, sooner than later. I will say next season I'm already looking forward to NC State's playing Tennessee here in Charlotte. Um, Wolfpack Club, we get to buy tickets next week, and I have 12 people in our camp that are all going to the game. So wow. I've maxed out an allotment of tickets that I can buy. And I'll say if y'all are around, we're going to have a damn ball here in uh, in Uptown, second week of the season. Wow. That would be fun. I'll be around. Yeah, with me, yeah. we're already planning on going to that. So one of my friends, I think she was going to – she's in the Wolfpack Club, so she was going to get some tickets for us next week too, so – yeah, be sure to connect with her because I think we buy them – it's either Tuesday or – I think it's Thursday um, yeah. based on, like, our priority seating. But um, I'm, I'm already pumped for next season. Like, seeing, like, transfer portal moves, like you say, Ohio State got a brand-new quarterback. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's an upgrade for sure. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like, I'm excited to see Virginia Tech, too. I haven't been to Blacksburg in probably about four years, but I think they're going to give me a reason to go back now. Yeah, I, I mean, Doran's been doing well in the portal. I mean, he—I got a hand it to him. 
I think I think Grayson McCall was a big one. I think McCall's mm-hmm. a stud. Just saw they got the uh, transfer from what Ohio State last or yesterday the the wide receiver. Yeah. So that's another go one. One of the top tight ends in the transfer portal, the Duke former running back. So he, he's uh, NC State must be throwing some money out there with the boosters. <laughs> yeah, maybe my money's going to something nice. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for hopping on. And again, last episode, well, not the last episode for the year. We're, us- we're usually back for Super Bowl. So, Jake, if you want to hop back on, we'll talk some Super Bowl locks. And we need to get Dave on too wow. for Super Bowl. We'll get, we'll get two guests there. Yeah, it's it's going to be a fun playoffs. I mean, I feel like yeah. it always is because there's just so many. There's not a dominant team right now. I mean, the Ravens are playing good ball right now. Yeah, they're a wagon. Yeah, that's for sure. Right. Of course, they're in the north. They look good. They look really yeah. good. Lamar's playing out his freaking line right now. Yeah, knocking yeah. out the Niners and the Dolphins in the fashion yeah. they did. Forget yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be fantastic. Well, Jake, we'll reserve you for the Super Bowl show, and we'll get Dave on as well. We'll shoot him a text and um, just go ahead and have him reserve for a time slot midweek. But other than that, um, everybody enjoy the national championship, and we will be back to you in about three weeks. Sounds good, guys. I'll see you guys. All right. Bye, guys.